1: It is Monday, June 20th, the first official day of summer, and we're talking Pirates baseball today with our Pirates reporter, Adam Berry. Adam is just back. Not just back, but uh, days ago from the Pittsburgh Penguins Stanley Cup Parade. Adam, I know that you were looking forward to it, so uh, give us the play-by-play. Tell us all about that big parade. How was it?
0: Oh, You're going to be so disappointed. As I told uh, our wonderful producer, Danny, via email a couple days ago, I didn't actually go. Oh, yeah, I know my wife had a day off, and those are so few and far between mutual off days uh, in the parlance of our sport, so we had to take advantage of it in uh, a way that didn't involve a downtown parade. Oh, so boy. I apologize to you, to the listeners, so to everyone.
1: I'm I'm so I'm so let down by this. Now, we got to ask. Uh, now, I know being in this industry and being married, as I am, too, I know that the, the day's off. Very precious, few and far between. Family time is paramount. But was there any convincing to try to tell the wife, you know what? They don't win the cup every year. Let's go and had this experience, or the, did that fall on deaf ears?
0: It's a hard sell because we're not from here. You know, she's obviously not a Penguins fan. I didn't grow up here, so it was a little bit of a tough sell, and I knew that going in. So, <laughs> you know, you, you pick your spots, as they say, once again in the parlance of our sports. Yes,
1: so, yes I think that very... was the
0: right. I think that was the right move. You know? Yeah, I, I do long, too. In the long game. Yeah. long season as they
1: say. Yes, long season and uh you want to you want to keep the the marriage vows intact as I know all too well. So from one merry man to another, you made the right call, but uh oh, to miss that parade that's tough. But anyway, <laughs> uh to draw uh you know to incorporate that Stanley Cup for the Penguins into our Pirates discussion, you know, do you feel right now that because everybody is still in this euphoric state of mind with the Penguins winning the cup that the, the Pirates struggles losing 11 out of 12 is kind of flying under the radar because again all anybody cares about or is, is paying attention to is the fact that hey our hockey team won the Stanley Cup
0: yeah I actually think so a little bit uh, when you look at sort of the sports landscape around here it was uh you know the penguin season and the Stanley Cup final and all that and then uh you know just across town was the U.S. Open over at Oakmont that was a big event locally and then you know that ends and all of a sudden the you know, the Pirates are getting swept by the Cubs at Wrigley, and it's not a great time for people to start uh, noticing what's going on with the Pirates because things are in pretty rough shape right now.
1: Yeah, they certainly are, and I, I gave them uh, credit or discredit for one more loss than I should have. I said 11-12. It's actually 10 out of 11, but, uh, you know, including the three-game sweep at the hands of the Cubs uh, this past weekend at Wrigley Field, culminating with the Sunday night baseball loss. So, Adam, at what point does it transform from a team simply going through some struggles and having a cold spell to a team that has some much more serious issues on their hands. I mean, at what at what point of the spectrum are the Pirates at right now?
0: I think it's a a little bit of a combination of both right now because there are clearly some issues, especially with starting pitching uh, that's been really the, you know, the core cause of of all of their struggles. You know, they haven't hit as well they didn't hit as well in May as they did in April, and they haven't hit as well in June as they did in May. So the offensive uh, decline has been an issue, but bottom line is their starting pitching has not kept them in games. Uh, you know, They've had one quality start over that. It's true good they've lost 10 of 11, and that was James and Tyone going uh, into the seventh inning with a no-hitter and eight scoreless innings in New York in his second major league start. Other than that, it's just been up and down and inconsistent, and... You know, not getting deep into games, giving up too many runs, giving up too many homers, which is uh, not an issue this club is familiar with over the last couple of years. Uh, but even then, you know, you could say maybe things will turn around because it's been a brutal schedule for them. The travel has been awful. The competition has been uh, about as tough as you could ask for, I would say. And then. Uh, you know, they're also dealing with some pretty serious injuries. They're essentially on their third and fourth catchers now with Eric Kratz, who they had to go outside the organization to get, and uh, Jacob Stallings, the minor league call-up, who probably would have been a backup if Elias Diaz, the prospect, wasn't hurt, uh, still recovering from surgery. So, then you have Garrett Cole hurt. You have, uh, you know, a number of just sort of minor things that have been holding this team back. Juan Nicasio has to go on the restricted list. So, Uh, You know, you might be looking at Wilfredo Buscon coming up from AAA to start on Tuesday. There's just a number of issues, but at the heart of them is, you know, they haven't pitched uh, as well as they're capable of out of the rotation.
1: That's always the bugaboo when a team struggles the way the Pirates are. It always comes down to, uh, you know, pitching, whether it's rotation or relief or, as is uh, usually the case, a combination of the two. Uh, Adam, though, to, to focus on the offense, you know, when you look up and down that lineup, I mean, is it a matter of can you, can you pinpoint one thing where it's, okay, they're not hitting homers or they're not hitting with runners on base or it's player A and player B who are spinning their wheels right now? Is it, is it one particular thing or is it just a combination of, you know, like you said, there's some bad luck involved and maybe it's a couple of guys slumping all at once and nobody can get hot? How do you kind of reconcile the offensive struggles this team is having right now?
0: Yeah, basically, just nobody is hitting, period, right now. Starling Marte is the only guy who has been a pretty consistently uh, viable threat in June at uh, the plate, and he's actually been hurt for a number of games. So that just you know further compounds those issues. Uh, Francisco Cervelli, like I said, heard he was having a little bit of a, a rough year in terms of power uh, and average before he got hurt, but taking that bad and that approach and that uh, on base threat out of the lineup is. Uh, you know, obviously not doing an, not doing them any favors, uh, sort of the downgrades that you've had to make there. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon's continued struggles are uh, an issue. Uh, they moved him down to the third spot in the lineup, which may just be a comfort thing because I don't think the fact that he hit one spot earlier, one time a game was necessarily the issue. Um, it's just a lot of things really coming together at the worst possible time because you look and there's potential here. And, you know, this team was one of the best offensive clubs in baseball in April and you know the personnel hasn't changed that dramatically. Uh, there were still some guys even then underperforming uh, their career norms, especially McCutcheon. So there's room for them to grow. And uh, Clint Hurdle has even said some of those struggles come out of the rotation because they're playing from behind, essentially right out of the gate. So maybe you change your approach. Maybe you're trying to hit a, you know, three-run homer with nobody on base. Uh, you know, it's that kind of stuff, uh, cliche baseball stuff that sort of comes uh, comes around to get you when you're not getting the pitching you need and all of a sudden your offense starts falling off and your bullpen falls off. But, yeah, I mean, there, there's less concern, I would say, about the lineup just because of what they've done earlier this season. The rotation has been kind of a season-long problem.
1: And, Adam, uh, knowing Clint Hurdle as you do, I know that, you know, when a team struggles, it's usually, you know, managers go one of two ways. It's either the one extreme is, well, i got to shake things up and change the lineup and bench this guy, put this guy in there, or the, the second method is – you know what? Um, these guys got me here. You know they are the tried and true method for success. I'm gonna ride out this slump and stick with you know what I've got. What kind of a guy is Clint Hurdle? You know, do you expect him to really shake things up, or is again is he a guy that's gonna stay loyal to his slumping stars and just know that you know they've hit before they'll hit again?
0: It's actually kind of funny just getting to sort of a broader part of Clint's personality. Uh, I was actually talking about this. Earlier today, because Clint has been in a great mood with the media, uh, you know, during this really tough time, you'd think this might be a time where a manager would snap and, uh, you know, get mad at questions or people questioning his team's performance. And uh, it really comes back to something he said this spring that he's a thermostat, not a thermometer. It's his job to set the temperature, not, uh, you know, to take it and react to it and sort of portray it to us. So he's been steady. If anything, he's been. Uh, you know, in a, in a, such a positive place because he knows that's what the team needs. So he's not going to throw anybody under the bus. He's not going to you know try to shake things up too radically. Uh, one thing he did say uh, after the Sunday night loss to the Cubs at Wrigley was that you know the only way to shake things up at this point would be for the team to have a complete performance. That's about as close as he's come to saying anything uh, really too critical about this team. But I mean, it's true. It's not hard to say they haven't really done everything right at the same time. So. That's that would be the best way for them to shake things up at this point is get everything on track at the same time because
1: they haven't had that
0: at all this season.
1: And I love the comment about you know I'm a thermostat, not a thermometer. I think that's uh, that's something that some other managers or coaches in, in other sports uh, should keep in their back pockets for when what, what, uh, times get tough, as they have certainly right now for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, Clint Hurdle certainly staying the course. Adam, you brought this up uh, briefly before, but just to expand on it, uh, Juan Nicasio. Not currently with the team. Uh, there's been a roster uh, shakeup with the bullpen. Some guys getting reshuffled and promoted from AAA. Kind of break that down for us and you know, shed some light, if you can, on what is going on with uh, Juan Nicasio.
0: Yeah, Nicasio is not with the team. He went home to the Dominican Republic. Uh, he's on the restricted list, which is not something you hear brought up unless it typically deals with uh, performance-enhancing drug suspension or some, a violation of the domestic abuse policy. You've seen lately with uh, somebody like Jose Reyes or some, several of the players busted for PEDs lately. But that is not the case uh, with Juan Nicasio right now. Clint Hurdle made that clear. It's not punitive. Uh, he just needed to be home with his family for a personal uh, issue that he's dealing with. And the fact that he was put on the restricted list instead of the uh, family emergency or bereavement list sort of signifies that it could be a uh, sort of a long-term, indefinite thing because the bereavement list only runs three to seven days. Uh, and you know, they, if Nicasio needs to be home for longer than that, they had to put him on the restricted list. So he is not with the team, which opens up a spot in the rotation, uh, which most likely on Tuesday will be filled, probably temporarily, by uh, Wilfredo Bascan, who was in the bullpen earlier this season uh, as part of the Pirates' kind of constant shuffle, looking for help at the front end of their bullpen, the back end guys, even if they've. Struggled a bit, other than Mark Melancton, are still pretty well set, and Tony Watson, uh, Nathalie Feliz, and Jared Hughes. But the front end's been kind of a shuffle, and you saw a little bit of that happen uh, when Nicasio uh, left the team. They called back up Curtis Parch. They called up Jorge Rondone, just looking for any sort of answer and consistency uh, in you know that bullpen role, that sort of B bullpen where you're trailing in a game, or you're up by a lot, which they haven't had to deal with a whole lot lately, or you're down by a lot, uh, just People to eat innings essentially without letting the game get too far out of hand. It's something that they thrived at last season with guys like Antonio Bastardo or uh, Joe Blanton, uh, relievers like that. When they just really have not had any answers in that uh, part of their game this season. So they're still looking. I think they have some answers within, whether it's AAA guys or you know once everybody gets healthy and some starters come up from AAA and that filters things down. Um, but right now it's just kind of a constant search for Neil Huntington and Clint Hurdle.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a struggle uh, on a lot of different fronts right now for this Pittsburgh Pirates team. As of this discussion on Monday, 10 losses in 11 games, and uh, things are going to get no easier. Eight-game homestand begins tonight. Uh, the Giants in for four. The Dodgers in for four more. Uh, so it's going to be a big litmus test coming up for this Pirates team right now that is certainly... Uh, searching for answers as they have uh, fallen a couple games under the 500 mark and looking to get their heads back above water. Adam Barry, thank you so much for the time on this Monday. We'll do it again next week for sure. In the meantime, Matt waymeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras Pittsburgh Pirates.